1: Hello, welcome to this weekly episode of the Flats and Shanks podcast series five. We did call it series six, uh, uh, initially, we? yeah. We just, you know, we've done so many now five, six, seven. Mm. Who knows, mate? All I know is that I'm up to episode eight of Squid Games.
2: Um, I had to give my daughter a bit of a bollocking last night for watching that. She's 11, she shouldn't be watching that. It's 15 and involves killing people, doesn't it?
1: Well, think about when you were young, mate. How old were you when you first watched Basic, Basic Instinct? Instinct. Yeah.
2: <laughs> My mum caught me watching it.
1: Or nine and a half weeks. Caught you doing something. I never something.
2: saw that. I never saw that. I saw nine and a half weeks. should uh, watch it. Tell me um, about Squid Games. Is it, isn't it people killing each other?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, people down on luck. Um, owe a lot of money. Or won a lot of money, which is a term in Korea, I think it is. set. Uh, mm. Um, and they go and play just normal games, like little kids' games. But if you lose, you die. Oh wow! Yeah. So that's quite it's good. Apparently, yeah. it's
2: on its way to becoming the most watched program ever on Netflix. Not that Netflix has been around for that long, you know.
1: Mm, it's been around long enough, and there's been some great things on Netflix, so it's not a bad yeah, accolade to it's, have it's, that.
2: No, it's not the most watched thing ever on the BBC. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I think you understand what I'm saying. Hey, how you doing, fella? You okay,
1: boy? Yeah, good. Good. Been a little bit poorly this week, as you know. Yeah. How's it been? Taste is coming back now.
2: Um, did you just cut down, right down on calories and rich food because you couldn't taste anything or did you just cook all the same stuff?
1: No, I went worse, mate. Did you? Yeah. I just I needed something to make me feel better. I knew I, I couldn't taste it, but it felt good. Endorphins were being let off. Oh, really? So I just went for it. And I had a little look at my tummy this morning in the mirror in the home gym, uh, yeah. prison gym, I should say. It's like a yep. like a, a cell with a gym in it. And yep. we didn't like what we saw. So oh, got my taste buds back now. now. So uh, I know it's probably the wrong way about around.
2: The Darb, then, mm. dad. by the way, comes from. I think there was someone who played. Football for Bristol City or Rovers called I think called Derby Kelly. So when he, and I think he had a bit of a tummy potentially, All but right. everyone calls it a belly a darb
1: in the West Country. Derby. Why do people so call what are you do about it a darb? Why is what, what are Bristol cities? What are they? I don't know. Uh, um I don't know. I'll probably do a few I men this week. Get it down. Yep. Uh get right yep. for the weekend. Yep. Yep. Um we've been it's busy fun. though with cameos. So you had quite a few cameos, haven't we? I yeah,
2: have actually, yeah. I didn't think that was a real thing. I no. thought it was a bit I thought I thought it was a joke. Mm. So but So it might be. They have been flying
1: be. in. Uh so I'm investing that into a bit of cyber currency. Thank you, Ben Backhouse. And uh Shithouse. Are you are you doing Bitcoin? No. No. It's a bit late now. Especially yeah. when they're like thirty five grand or more, three hundred and fifty grand what, for, a Bitcoin. For, for one coin, yeah. Really? Yeah, something like that. I I actually don't know. I I know it's an incredible amount for one coin.
2: I know that a lot of people are flat out experts on it, who definitely aren't flat out experts on it. No, I I never. never, Yeah, but I never like I never trust anyone that doesn't preface it with "I don't quite know what I'm talking about." But yeah, just say that because you don't know. You're not an economist. You know, your matey boy who works down the shop. So don't pretend you know loads about it.
1: Do you I know what I'm saying to you? I'm with you, mate. I'm with you. There will be some experts out there, though, so you have to understand that. But. Of
2: course, yeah, but I'll, uh, the experts I'll listen to, you know, bob down the street, the bloke up the street, well, two streets away from me, who I see at the co-op every now and again. who's a nice bloke. who told me I've got to invest in it. I said, what? I, thought, I said I said, to him, what do you know about it? Pete, his name is, what do you know about it, Pete? He said, well, only what I read. I said, only what? I said you don't know anything about it, mate. You're telling me to invest thousands of pounds of my kids' money. I said, you don't know anything about it. Oh, you know, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. It'll be, it'll be worth 10 million next year. I'll oh, imagine,
1: gutted. imagine. I'll be gutted, mate. Like yeah. taking, like like investing into Apple and taking it out like 40 years ago. Yeah.
2: Oh, don't. Oh, bloody do um,
1: So, put a little message out last week, didn't we, about any stories that spring to mind of tours or anything funny. And we've had one come in. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, just one. Um, I don't know if people... Actually, didn't want to take a leap of faith, but thank you, Tom Evans. And I've not looked at it, Flats. I've just sent it to you on WhatsApp. Yeah, I've got it. Um, I couldn't tell you what's in there. Nothing. I've just copied and pasted it, and I want you to read it out first, and hopefully this will make the cut.
2: Um, Hey, Flats and Shanks. Absolutely love the pod. Well done. After listening to this week's episode, I have a funny story to share for the pod from a Monday night game at the Rec watching... Bath United back in 2011. Oh, hang on a minute. Okay. Firstly, Shanks, I tested the 500 cal on the Concept 2 bike Erg this afternoon. Mm-hmm. 26 minutes, 29 seconds. Can you beat that? No. Right. Well done. He's fit. Now for the story. He's fit. He's fit. I was back staying with my parents in Midsummer Norton, uh, Norton we call it, over the Christmas break from university. I was absolutely skint, but some of the lads were getting the old 178 from Norton to Bath for a few pints to watch the Bath United game. Now, In Bath, we call the second team United. So, Bath United is a Monday night second team game. Um, My plan was to get the bus home after the match as I didn't have any money for a night out afterwards. The boys were thinking of ideas for a dare that I could do and in return, they would fund my night out. It was decided I would have to streak across the pitch there was an injury break in the game and I felt this was the best opportunity to get onto the pitch I stripped down to my white calvins and ran across the pitch to the far corner giving a big wave and windmill to the corporate boxes behind the posts a couple of stewards were in pursuit but I was able to shake them off and made my way back around the ground to the stand we were in by this point the adrenaline had worn off and it was Baltic wandering around in just a pair of boxes um, oh, hang on nice pair of pants on, actually
1: for a uh, yeah
2: a streak white uh, came round the corner to the turnstile to find a few of my mates huddled around outside they were cracking up and explained my belongings had been confiscated by a steward I then had to find a steward holding steward holding I had to find the steward who had my, basically had been holding on to my clothes and belongings it's safe to say I got a right dressing down about the severity of what punishment could be given but fortunately got away with it scot-free after a big apology and explanation of the situation luckily it was only a United game it certainly wasn't a full house Certainly not my finest moment by any means, but we had a superb night out, and I was treated to a kebab for the journey home. The things you do for a night on the beers with the boys. One of the lads actually did film it. If you like, here's the proof. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, it's, it's Facebook, but I don't have. Oh, is Facebook still down?
1: No, I think it's up, mate. Well, WhatsApp.
2: WhatsApp, I've got, but if you click on the link on your WhatsApp, mm. it might work. Cause I don't. I don't have Facebook.
1: No. Uh, page requested cannot be found maybe because it's got a little bit of nudity in it i'm not sure well, if we
2: find it we'll stick it up but no i respect that that's, well, done, good tom. Stuff.
1: Well, that's it's, well it's a good start it's a good start tom um you strip down you've done a dare to get some money to go on a night out because you're a bloody bloke because you're a hell of a bloke i really hope part of me really hopes that you know when you when the boys come around you at the end someone just goes behind you and kegs those pants right down yeah, that's what I would. Yeah. That's exactly what I would do.
2: Um, when, when, I think, I think it was 2000 and... Give them a
1: couple of pints, one in each hand and then whoosh, straight down.
2: I think it was 2007, England got back from the World Cup. They got to the final and didn't win in the final. I think something like that. Mm. I think Ollie Barkley kegged Matt Stevens as they got off the plane <laughs> with all oh. the press there.
1: <laughs> There's been some world-class <laughs> kegs think. over it's the years. Stuff. Imagine all the teams that have done it. Airports are the best place.
2: Mate, I I was and, at the breakfast food. counter at the England food. Break, Yeah, well breakfast counter at the England Hotel and it's full of public, like at Penny Hill Park. public are in there. And I had took basically a coffee in one hand or whatever and a plate in the other and or a bowl and a plate, whatever it was, and Ronnie Regan kegged me and then yeah. put his arms underneath my armpits so I couldn't get my arms down. <laughs> He's just like picking me up and turning me round to the restaurant. Oh, look at me. Look at me. I remember, sausages. I remember doing
1: it to you in Asda <laughs> and the look you gave me, I'll never forget. <laughs> it was it was worse than the look about when you found out I'd been texting your sister, you know. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
2: mean, there's there's levels, aren't there? There's limits, mate. It's boundaries. There is.
1: There is. Um, yeah, um, well, yeah. Keep the um, sorry, my phone's got keep the yeah. Uh, keep them flooding in. That's yeah, one. please email at Uh with any stories. Um, Hotmail. Throw <laughs> <laughs> up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, cur- well I up, created Shango. that address at
2: Saracens in
1: 1999 remember the little, um, the little broom cupboard we had with one computer in for the internet
2: mate I went, we won't say any names we won't say any names but i remember being in there and we had a computer in there within connected to the internet and nigel the physio's computer in his room was connected to the internet too and we had suspicions that one of our teammates was on a chat room not oh. doing analysis in there so we but mate we opened an account on a what? Well, not a chat room a what do you call it uh, somewhere where you adult friend finder where you might go and meet people and we created an account and arranged a hook up do you remember from the physio yep. room to the analysis room Ooh, three five yep. metres apart max and then we got it, and we got him fully stitched up talking all sorts of trash and then he went he went to the pub without telling us do you remember mm-hmm. he poked his head in and said yep. anyone got any chewing gum
1: <laughs> you you <laughs> <laughs> and then we all went down to the pub and waited for him. Yeah. You wouldn't get away with that these days, would you? Christ, no! Certainly, be asking for a uh, a picture with today's paper. Anyway, apparently, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, 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 make sure it's you. Yeah, uh, yes, keep oh, them coming. Um, also, give us a like. Leave us some feedback. I'm not getting enough of it at the if moment. You it. Ah. Well, if you want, it. if you want, it. if you want. It. Anyway, uh, special show today because we've got Justin Harrison. He's going to come on just for. Five ten minutes. Talk us through what's going out on in Australia. What's going on with the rugby, the rugby championship?
2: Just, um, just one of the best guys in the game to spend mm. time with. Yeah. Full stop. That's a full stop from me, Tommy. Yeah. Just he's just he's bloody and he's obviously taken to co-commentary like, you know, like a flamingo to
1: water. You'd want him in your World Fifteen, no matter what.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's coming on tour, and he even above some of the world's greatest second rows you'd have him just for because rugby is, is eighty minutes on a field. But, you know, for the rest of the week, what are you gonna do?
2: He was yeah. also a hell of a player. Like he was one of our best players. Why do you think why do you
1: think you and I made it in professional rugby? Right? Yeah. It's not just yeah. the eight minutes on the pitch. It's what we deliver off it.
2: I mean he yeah, he had you know had some loose times here and there at Bath but, you know, he you know, largely Largely, what do you do? You know, we don't, we don't judge, do we, Tommy? We, like Robin we, Hood, we, wasn't he loved we, by we ed- the boys? We, edu- we educate and forgive. We bloody loved him, absolutely loved him, still do.
1: God bless you, Fanny, and God <laughs> bless Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time, flat. We should have a little chat with um, our mate. Um, thank you so much for setting us up. It's mm. all down to you, isn't it? Well yeah. done, well done. Googie. Yeah, let's um, let's give him a call, shall we? Let's do that.
0: You're Dun- right, it's good to see you, boys. Yeah, good um, to see you. you, mate. It's I actually nice. can't work. I can't understand. I tell you, well, you'll notice Jack Harrison. This is my son's laptop, clearly. Yeah. Who and I, I've actually fluked this face thing, and I don't know how to turn it off now. <laughs> I actually don't know.
2: Uh, good. First of all, um, I look like Colonel
0: Sanders after a you do actually. Yeah, yeah a know. bit
2: longer, a bit longer, like a big like on three stag dudes on the bounce. Um, Good. First of all, uh, just, last uh, time
0: end of end of year 09.
2: or end of year 09, yeah. Um, Church. Last time we saw you in person Family. was in the south of France, wasn't it?
0: It was in south of France. We were uh, much leaner, fitter, angrier versions of ourselves now, having there
1: been you
0: know hairier, ensconced in our houses we've let ourselves go right we, we yeah. haven't been out in public for a long time so there's no incentive nah. there's no incentive
1: how is nah. australia at the moment how are you uh how's the pandemic treating you guys over there you locked it's down it's the or world's or?
0: big it's the world's biggest alcatraz <laughs> the whole of australia is now alcatraz yeah, yeah.
1: uh it's a shame sean connery isn't alive he'd get you out
0: we- <laughs> I've channeled him a few times with a few whiskey bottles. Let me tell you, <laughs> um, it is. It's been. I think we're into our fourth month of lockdown, mm. Mm. but not nothing compared to what the north went through, right? Well, you guys I were, mean like, a, a year, was it? And in fact, yeah, I'm finding it difficult not to um, not to think back to my days in Belfast, particularly. I felt like that was kind of an enforced weather lockdown anyway. You never really went outside <laughs> up there,
2: yeah. did you? Yeah, you? just wouldn't. No, no, you wouldn't.
0: Um, you go out shopping and come back with trench foot. <laughs> 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 you know.
2: You're right, yeah. I mean, not in Bath. It yeah. doesn't rain in Bath. Uh, are you, has it been kind of, rain's gold, bearable? Has it been kind it of bearable? It was about
0: men in Bath when I was there.
2: Yeah, blood, yeah, yeah. Um, the rugby's kind of come to you, isn't it? Now, so it's all up on the Gold Coast, and you can—they've—they've they've come to you. The—the the mountain has come to Muhammad Harrison.
0: You know what? I was thinking about this the other day, and there's been, of course, there's a there's a bit of chatter around the rugby championship. How how wonderful it was to have the rugby festival in Australia, and it actually was. And you know what? We got close to a close close to feeling, but in some ways, a long way as well. That the concept of the British and Irish Lions and how although a foreign team that galvanised the whole nation behind rugby and it really does become a big festival, which is the power of the British and Irish Lions. And then, you know, you think about having Argentina, South Africa, uh, New Zealand, Australia playing double headers, which was a you know a bit of secret sauce that no one had really done before. In fact, we know they haven't done before because it's never been done before. Because we know. Because uh, yeah. we know because there's a thing called Google that knows. Yeah and you know then you start to think about the concept of of you know do you start modeling it for different a rolling calendar that has them entertaining every couple of years a big rugby sort of rugby championship and you segue into you know does rugby start to become this this um big powerhouse event that galvanizes different nations at different times and not having to run the players ragged, moving them all over the world for a 12-month calendar to satisfy different venue deals and different merchandisings and commercial arrangements. You know, you can start to really plan out a five to 10-year block, which incorporates World Cup and Lions tours as well.
1: Mm. What have you made like of Australia's rugby championship then? Um,
0: Pretty happy? Well, please. Positive? Yeah, look, you know, I'm pleased we played New Zealand first and got that over and done with. Yeah, you know, It'll build, from there, so, build from there.
1: Build from there. Got it
0: got a lot better from then on. <laughs> no back to um, being on
1: like headline of the papers, have they? Going an out and party.
0: That's, <laughs> that's a, <laughs> a um, positive. Look, it was, um, you know, from 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 where Australia had come through, and a of hosts, lots of unions have. But I think we've got a young squad that are starting. to you know, develop a bit of what it means to wear a jersey coupled with how to wear it properly and what what sort of style of play you want to do. You know, so Northern Hemisphere, you guys, you're very lucky, right? You've got a really good DNA of what you want to do on the field and how to achieve it. And when you're playing for Wales, so you know you're going to get um, a certain style of game. You know, when Shanks played, we knew there was going to be heaps of scrums, you know, because it <laughs> never... So we just and that wasn't through design, that's just every time I got near you, that was a scrum, right? We, you could, we you could you just together. you could
2: just narrow narrow when Shanks is playing, narrow up in defense and prepare for a lot of scrums.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just happy does. It always blew my mind when I was a decoy and they actually passed to me. I was like, oh I've done it again. <laughs> what <are you> doing
0: <laughs> But it always blew my mind when you're a decoy and people actually stopped on you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I always maintain I always maintain good that he's so Light, like so fair-skinned, he almost glows. So he, like, defenders come to him like a moth through a light bulb. I always think <laughs> on a decoy.
0: <laughs> like a little streak of lightning through the back line. <laughs> Just got shout um, really loud. That's the <laughs> we, <laughs> you Night games. You'd have hated night games, Shanks. You'd have come off with third-degree burns.
1: <laughs> so the turn floodies. the lights on fully. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't about Is me. Was there a dimmer on this? Yeah,
0: <laughs> we got a dimmers on at Millennium Stadium. That's what ended your career. They brought the roof in and a couple of extra lights. You shut up. You're like an oven baked bloody spatchcock.
2: It was hand. If he if would only known then to just take his jersey off, he would have been completely translucent. And like one of those deep sea jellyfish.
0: Too busy racing Gavin Hansen for his home tanning machine. <laughs>
1: I'll let you have five minutes, boys. Go for it.
0: <laughs> what are we talking
1: about, Australia? Uh, uh, yeah.
0: And the style of play. So principles of play, you know, for a long time, I think it's it's a bit like our national dish. It's hard to put a finger on it sometimes, right? <laughs> what is it? Mm. Um, And we went through a bit of an identity crisis. So I think now we're we've, we've starting to see some of, that, some of that foundation, concrete pour of, of what you need to, to get onto the field as a wallaby. So then you start to see it like the Kiwis do. You know, under nines and lower hut, have you see small parts not as often and not as well done in smaller bodies, but all the way up through the New Zealand ecosystem and uh, Australia for a time, and indeed England and, and, and up north, you see that coming through every program. And I think Australia now is starting to understand, you know, that what it is to be hardworking, attention to detail, skillful without being um, flamboyant, um, you know, the principles of running it, but not at all costs. So, there's a bit of knowledge creeping into, you know, physical thing about physicality as well, right, you talk about physicality as a key ingredient for anything you're doing, particularly when you're on a dance floor, but mm. there's, there's um, physicality is not a choice and there's a lot of detail involved in that and that's one thing Australia's always been very good at. You know, we've never had the biggest forward pack or strongest um, people. We've had some enormously gifted athletes, but we've married it with some real attention to detail to put a comprehensive game plan in play to handle any situation, including, including you know, injuries, bad luck and poor decision-making in moments in time. So that's what I, I think our growth curve was. Big challenge now up north to meet, to meet um, you know, the attrition that is, that is built around, you know, decades of knowledge of how to play and big, big talent pathways and big, bigger pools of players.
1: Where's your next bad boy coming from? Because you've got so many like born-again great blokes now. Quade Cooper. That's true, actually. Curly <laughs> Beal. James O'Connor.
0: Oh, no.
2: Go and enjoy yourselves, lads. Cut loose for once, QC. Where's the,
1: where's right, the next uh, wild
2: one coming from?
0: Yeah, that's a good, that's a very good question, Shanks. I can't see it coming anytime soon. But it's, uh, look, it's their own. It's a, it's, you know, it's a wonderful, wonderful, diverse team. Um, mm. You know.
2: Um, Gug, how are I'm sure you? Um, someone
0: will give us some material.
2: How are you? Yeah, something's going to happen at some point. Um, someone's going to get chinned on a night out. Uh, Gug, how are you? How are you enjoying the commentary? Because just before we came on Zoom, I'm late to catch up on uh, the last game of the weekend on the South African New Zealand game. So I've just watched most of the first half now, and I'll finish it in a minute. But um, oh, you, I, you know, it, I, I, I would I'd enjoy listening to you anyway. But you seem to absolutely love it, and you've got a voice. Yeah, you know, it's handy that you've got this gravelly, sort of earthy. Um, threaded voice because you've been giving it to yourself for you know the the best part of 75 years now on the piss but um that helps <laughs> earn a few celebratory wedding cigars but how, how you enjoy the commentary
0: <laughs> yeah you spot on listen there's there's no greater um console trainer than bundy rum with no coke and ice but uh <laughs> look it's it's great you know to be a part of the game you know we talk about and lament and in fact there's there's times when you you know you' you're permit yourself to look back through your involvement with professional sport particularly and the, the identity and the the thrill that it gave you to be a part of that sporting cauldron, the uncertainty of life, sport, it's the greatest reality TV on show. And, in fact, it's one of the very few that genuinely is reality um, unless you're playing, you know, against a South African referee. But that's, you know, it's it's... That's the, you're getting caught up in that excitement, and as a past player um, who you know has walked a, a path that's not always been the best one, um, to still be a part of it and still be afforded a place to make and contribute to that tapestry and story um, is thrilling. It's thrilling to be to be a part of um, um, what is being put on the field now, and to have an opportunity to digest it and then distill it. And present it to someone and entertain someone because in the end it is it is entertainment. It's one of the greatest greatest entertainment pieces in the world, full of lots of different moving parts. But to be a, to be part of that pantomime um, is yeah. a real thrill.
1: Yeah, you're, you're my dad's favourite commentator by by a by a country. <laughs> oh. Are
0: you? Are you alive, your dad?
1: We're not
2: sure.
0: <laughs> he doesn't look a, it. I'll cool. tell you what. He's a good. He's an astute judge then.
1: Oh, um, he, is. He, he knows his onions you know his commentary you're coming over to the death you coming over to the uk at all for uh um, for any games do you know yet?
0: i i look i think it's a long long shot guys um much like myself, long um and and skinny but um i i hope i hope so but i don't think so mate i, I think we're um i think we're we've got We've got all sorts of other things going on here around uncertainty and travel, and I, I think unless it's essential, I probably won't go. It probably is essential, isn't it? Getting over, probably it probably
2: is. It's just because I've because the England Australia match. Um, I'm in London for lunch on the Friday, and then Friday evening off the night before, and then I'm in London again Sunday morning. So I'm staying up Friday and Saturday, and it's just that's just by the by. But I mean, if, if you're around, you wow. know, you, just, you never know. It's
0: got to be essential. A that it's a window that doesn't often present itself now with the the Shank and Flatman crew, does it? It you is we, really we're have, hard to get hold
2: of. We're hard eh? to get hold of.
1: You no, know, is yeah. very busy. He's had a, a third child, so third yeah. girl. Hold Hen- Henry the. Yeah, is,
0: Flatman. I bet you didn't think that through properly when you're thinking. Oh yeah, I want to go back into that that world. I, I don't know how it happened. Yeah. I don't know how it
2: happened. This morning, <laughs> this morning's the first one. That's called, only-
0: that's called alcohol.
2: I know, it's called Lockdown Alcohol. Um, <laughs> it's all these it's all these Zooms we did during lockdown, and all these little like brands or companies, or whatever, or big brands, would say, we're going to do this Zoom, corporate Zoom, and we'll send you a crate of beers. And it was after one of those corporate Zooms, you know, 5 till 6.30 p.m., and you end up trolleyed because you get on at 4 for a prep, and you end up, you know, seven cans yeah. in, and you're kind of, oh, man. Yeah. Only you man know, I know now. that
1: gets turned on by Zoom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's <Yeah. disgusting, laughs> mate. I got but this morning is the first morning where it's been like, oh right, got oh. Um, one baby, two older kids. I've got to do laundry, make breakfast, do this, do. I was telling Shanks before we came on, feed the dog, walk the dog, do the girls' hair, make sure they brush their teeth, tidy their own. And it's like right, I, look, I said to my girlfriend, twenty minutes just, shirt, <laughs> can, yeah, twenty minutes shit. <laughs> Catch up on text. So I was like, can, <laughs> can you just do the baby? And I, I
1: haven't seen the baby yet today, so I must, I must be a dad. <laughs> and at some the point. Dogs, dog. <laughs> Mate,
0: your dogs are. Children too.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you've not seen the yeah, baby right. by quarter past nine, mate, you're winning. That's all I say. Yeah,
2: I okay. know. I haven't seen her. I know. I mean, no, I I could pick her out in a lineup. I mean, well, long, no, you probably couldn't mm. for a while, could you? Um, here's a question. Waiting
0: for all, I'm waiting for all the gratuitous um, sponsored posts to start coming through with child products or universities or schools. <laughs> so there must be schools. An <laughs> surely, yeah, I know. Right. There's
2: got to be. I've got to get trying. The and next, get them
0: the heard. next, the next Yale scholar here she is. Here's, here's the thing. In, I in got.
2: My mate, um my mate said to me, You might want to um just registered the baby for nursery. And this nursery is near where I live. And I said, Oh, cool. So I sent them an email. No joke. They said there's a four year waiting list for nursery. I said they haven't been born yet. It's not a joke. They haven't been born yet. Wow. The kids with a four year waiting list don't they don't exist yet. You cannot have someone on a waiting list that doesn't exist. There is a four year waiting list. Anyway, we digress. The nickname Goog, your name is your nickname's uh, goog. Now, am I right in thinking that's something to do with being a bad egg? Is that right?
0: Yeah, that is correct, Flats. I'm sure we've spoken about this,
2: I think we have. I but someone asked me the day why, you know, Gug?
0: You know someone um, uh, someone said to me, I was at a country um, do quite a while ago now, and, and I'm speaking and then finished, and then spoke, goes, Hey, goog, I've got the same nickname as you, my nickname's goog as well. Right, mean, oh, all right, we better look out for each other, you know, we'll end up with a punch <laughs> on for sure. And he said, No, no, it's because I get laid all the time. That was his, <laughs> that was his nickname. Oh, that's it. <laughs> I was like, Mate, is that that we're definitely getting in a punch on now? That's the reason. I mean, you blokes played against and with me. Yeah. You know that I'm gentle. I'll yeah. talk before I action man, you know?
2: Yeah, always give I, a hug I, after. I remember I once, guess. I remember like you used to, what, one thing you said, we played against, uh, I think it was Toulouse and you said in the Heineken and you said, there's no secrets out there today, boys. And I remember thinking afterwards, we got to the end of the game and I think it was three all in the mud and it was one of the most brutal games ever. I mean, it was, it was brutal. It was awesome. The it was lowest awesome game.
0: scoring game in Heineken Cup history. There you
2: are. And <laughs> the game finished and about five or six of you, you included, cheered like, yes, because you, you knew something. And I looked at you and you're, you looked at me and I had no idea why you were cheering. I thought I was gutted because we were three all. And you said, we're, we're through. And I said, oh, right. So there were some secrets. No one knew. At least <laughs> 10 of us didn't know what that we were we qualified. I often think about that game because it was probably the worst game to watch ever, but it was one of my favourites. I love that.
0: Mate, I remember, it? And I remember we ran out. We ran out. It was a bit of, bit of typical bath afternoon, you know, smoking jackets and bowl hats and all that. And then and then we start warming up, sunlight, no problem. Then. Starts raining. We come back out, it's hailing. Then there's rain coming up at one stage. It was about minus nine. We had about 18 different conditions during yeah. the game. Oh, my God. And yeah. I remember, I, I, you know why, though? I thought I actually thought Toulouse got knocked out because we'd drawn with them. And then they went on and won it.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I won.
0: <laughs> so that was awesome. <laughs> yeah,
2: Good Well, i well Couldn't beat us, though, And we,
0: Remember, we scored just before full-time in Toulouse to, to, to go ahead. Bendy scored in the corner, yeah, and we should have won. And then, bloody turned it over at the breakdown. Pass, pass, pass. Penalty um, on the goal line. The whole mate kicks it from the sideline.
2: Yeah, Johnny Famatuaini gave a penalty away, didn't he?
0: Yes, Johnny. And yeah. Johnny was the was who I hugged at the rack. There's a photo of me
1: hugging him at the oh, rack. Great, yeah, great, great, Johnny. Is he, did Johnny he did play Jonah Lomu in the film Invictus? Was that? No, that no, it was wasn't that Narti. Zach Uncle Zach. That, yeah. Yeah, he just left. Big Uncle, there you go. You know
0: that photo? There's someone took a photo. Admit just about when I'm just about to step off the field to walk up the sheds to defrost and count my toes because I'm sure I'd lost a few during the game, and and from frostbite and the bloody um, the camera. And there's this photo of me. It's uh, listen. I'm not a. I'm not. You know. I'm not a oil painting boy any stretch of the imagination. And it was not my best angle. It is. Anytime anyone wants to carve me up, screensaver or anything, they 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 hijack That's my laptop and put that That's photo. That's it. That's it. That's Google looking That's nice. at his best.
1: We've always got steam. one of them had one with his new baby Hetty. He'd let his hair grow really thick around the sides, like <laughs> look like an accountant. That. Yeah, <laughs> nothing on top. And like I've been I've been taking videos of films where I've seen some like. Really old like accountant,
0: a, like a novelty shop. With, <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, exactly. Like, just keep sending
1: me of the him. sides, <laughs> and nothing to him. oh it was like one of the greatest days of his life.
0: Uh, but, uh, that's but, awesome.
2: Yeah, deleted all those.
0: Is, yeah. that, is that your? Tri- is that your triumph? You put up the other day. Is that yours? Yeah. Or are you just trialling one. Yeah, yeah right. I got it Yeah. There's not much seat on that, mate. That's all tire and engine, isn't
2: it? It's yeah. It's um. It's a muscle. It's a muscle bike, basically. Oh right. It's great because it's not it. it, It's very, very fast, but you don't want to go that fast in it because it's not a sports bike. So basically, you get you get anywhere past motorway speed limit speed, and it feels like your helmet's going to pull off the top of your head. So you don't you just cruise around and it throb about, overtake the odd. You know, you
0: look like you look like you're riding the mechanical version of Ron Jeremy.
2: Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't know what I'm trying to compensate for. I don't know what. You've seen me naked a hundred times and I don't know what I'm trying to compensate for, but I've got a very, very big bike indeed.
0: You have. And yeah, it's good it's a, it's a throbber it's a throbber <laughs> it's a throbber <laughs> um, you're cook- uh, we,
2: we, before we go Gug, you're cooking um, it looks like you're enjoying that you're kind of your semi-instagram influencer chef now you'll be getting knife deals and um, seafood deals soon enough Man,
0: I've, um, I've taken a leaf out of your book
2: oh. <laughs> are you getting creative in the kitchen You do you enjoy it I
0: think I yeah, I love it. I love it. I think I'm going to start cooking in a Land Rover. Try your trick, eh? Posted, <laughs> post like, a shot of some sort of omelette on the back of a tryout. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, look, it's listen, there's a couple of reasons. One, I'm bored. Two, I've, I think that it's a, you know, I've noticed that most chefs drink while they're cooking. Mm, yeah. And I don't mind that. And I'm not a yeah. gardener. And I, so I need some, I'm not a golfer. Uh, and I need something that I can do that produces something at the end whilst drinking.
2: Yeah. So that's every, a, But everyone's grateful for your work as well, aren't they? That's the point. Yeah. Because, thankful you've done because,
0: it. Because I also, I also get to say that I'm busy doing dinner for five hours. Everything's slow-cooked, right it takes a long time. Yeah, I'll it does. Breath, it's got to a couple be. of bottles. And then while the whole rest of the house is busy doing the chores, I'm actually doing a chore, just a five-hour one
1: watching it for yeah. five hours. You, you've got to keep yeah, it on you,
0: it. Yeah, mate, just, you've got to keep, just for the flare-up in case, you know. Yeah, it's got to be there. Yeah,
1: okay, yeah, yeah. In case it sticks no, to the pan. You've got to be oh, there. Man. You're either there yeah. or you're
0: not. You're either there or you're not. And you, um, and you, you get to participate in it at the yeah, by eating it all. Yeah, that's
2: good. That's that's where I get it from. Uh, I don't know where I put it, honestly. At least you've got six foot seven to put it in. I've got a slightly more squash <laughs> package. <laughs>
0: oh, mate. I look like a pregnant snake. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> good I'm glad to hear that that's that's three Hello. of us are terrible nick uh right good it's been it's been it's been great talking to you mate. We really appreciate it we love your we love all your stuff obviously but we i, I particularly um we can't we don't see each other much because we're on other, other sides of the world we will do it at some yeah, point, but I particularly enjoy getting on the TV or getting on, I've got, I, I steal Shanks' login for Sky because I'm a bit tight. So, and I l- listen to your comms and we love it. I love love Mertz as well. Just a great bloke. That's and Tim Horan. Friend. I presume Tim Horan's hair hasn't started thinning yet. Is it still as bouncing? He has the had the
0: same hairstyle for 37 years. Yeah. In-game, okay. out-of-game. Golf force, spa bath recovery, hot and cold.
1: Amazing. Jet this-
0: engine, walk past...
1: Is he a little he's bit the gutted? Same-headed. Is he a little bit gutted he's been demoted to the sidelines? Do you have a little dig at him now and again? Let's go to Timmy on the sidelines. Timmy, over to you.
0: I like the sideline well, geek. It's all right. I never I never throw to him either. It's a
1: challenge. <laughs> Too, it's a right. Challenge,
0: Too right. I, I haven't thrown. I'm like, nah, you're up there in Queensland, Too you're not locked right, lockdown, mate. you don't deserve it. I'm stuck down here, you might as well suffer. <laughs>
2: Too right. Um, I hope you get but to he- the point where if you got if you've got to choose man of the match and he's got to interview them, you do this a bit on, on BT Sport you, you pick the person you know has got they've got to have played okay but the person who's got the worst English is the person you go for have some of that congratulations three or <laughs> four questions
0: just try just try and turn his interview into a stare-off yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ideally a fight yeah got Owen Farrell again yeah. <laughs> this is not a, a staring
2: competition um, we're uh, legend, mate. we we love you mate and we'll see you one of these
1: all
0: right. days alright boys keep well. Eh? cheers, cheers pal, mate mate
2: Uh, do you want to talk about rugby briefly?
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I couldn't do any rugby this weekend, um, so pretty sure figures for Premier Sport will be an all-time low.
2: Oh, you poor bugger!
1: I know. I know. Watching, um, watched it a lot. Though I won't go too much into it, f- just for for your sake's flats. But thanks. A couple of players really stood out. Scott Williams. Remember him?
2: Odds on twelve for Wales. If you ask me,
1: I reckon so, mate. I reckon so. Uh, looking really good. like He's a real, he's a real good player. He's really had a long good. time out with various injuries, back and everything, and he's come back. But he's such a good ball player. Like, mm. you know players who are naturally just gifted with ball in hand and they're yeah. just comfortable. The way they I've hold it, it, the way they pass it, he takes it to the line so well, keeps his hips so straight, pulls it back. Yeah, that's a, that's a 12's job nowadays. It's not only yeah. angles, but to, to actually set up attack. And I reckon he is odds-on for the 12 position. He's playing well. A couple more it's games, though. No? Like,
2: sorry, it's almost like now you've got the big 12s that are just those line hitters. Mm. And it's like they have ve- very, very quickly... Like, if they haven't evolved into people that can give those balls out the yep. back, they very, very quickly evolved into attack killers, haven't
1: they? Yeah, you can't use them otherwise because yep. so much comes off 12 now to get a little bit wider. You know, nothing, you don't see too many moves now around 9, 10. You might get the odd switch, but it's mostly that separation between 13 and 14 or 13 and 11, which yep. teams are targeting because it's a real um, difficult position to, to defend. So he's looking yep, so really Scott good. Scott Williams, yeah. Yeah. Um John Davis was was pretty good as well. Um Standard. could be the combination. Willis Hallaholo might have something to say, but he was he wasn't great um for Cardiff against the Ospreys. Okay. So um in terms of Welsh Rugby, that's all I'm gonna go into for you. Benetton won against Edinburgh, uh last yeah, minute drop that. kick, the Rainbow Cup champions. But
2: but that well, was it's good it. to see so, them women winning games. Good to see the team. I will go into a lot
1: more obviously um and Unloaded, their Premier Sports weekly show, with myself, John Barclay oh. and Stephen Ferris. Oh, Stephen and I had, to, Ferris. I had to host it last weekend, mate. I hosted it. It's I had COVID. All right, it's out there. I had I had COVID, and I had to have like three espressos before I went online. Struggle a little bit, to be honest. You know what it's like sometimes, especially when you're singing my own theme tune, write my own theme tune, upstairs and downstairs, created and hosted by me, Tom Shanklin. So. This week, uh, John Barkley is hosting. So. Yeah, but
2: he'll, but he'll he'll be, you know, I reckon he'll be quite
1: slick at it, won't he? Oh, yeah. Annoying. Lovely voice. Really cool. Annoying. Um, yeah, annoying. Um, he is the best knowing... dressed man in uh, Premier Sport. Is he? For under £100. For... <laughs> in his price bracket.
2: Um, I got, uh, at the end of last season, I was at a game and um, mm. there were hundreds and hundreds of fans gathering for selfies, so two or three. And one of them said uh this guy i've seen a few times before he said on it we've been talking and we just think aside from the shiny jacket flats every time we've ever seen you you've been immaculately turned out you're so smartly dressed and i laugh because i think i you know i am one day to day i am one of the least smart people Uh, basically the cleaners came yesterday and one of them said oh my god i have never seen you wearing jeans before. They've been, I think they've been my cleaners for 12 years or 11 years. Mm. Never seen you wearing jeans. It's always this morning's gym shorts or pyjamas or... Crocs. Crocs. Like, yeah, I walked the dog this morning in... Crocs. Actually, I'll tell you what I walked them in. This is down the road. This is across the road. I was in a t-shirt, boxer shorts and Crocs. Mm. I'm all right with that. Mm. I've got no problem if anyone else wants to do that. I don't judge. Saw somebody I knew. Mm. All right, fella. Didn't eat it, bat an eyelid. Pants, Crocs, top. I think that's all right. Anyway,
1: stinks um, of wealth, if you ask me. Wealth,
2: yeah. Mm. Um, could
1: not afford any shorts. Um, so, that's what I imagine Russell Crowe walking around Australia like. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Russell Crowe minus the hundred mil. The um, I just saw. I've just watched most of the most of the first half of the South Africa New Zealand mm. game, and I haven't finished it yet. But I'm loving it, and. Yeah. So far, it's one of the most enjoyable games I've watched in a long time. Just so intense. But Lacanya ams
1: pass around the uh, back is just incredibly naughty. What I will say is there were some questionable refereeing decisions uh, right. for both teams. Right. For both teams, okay? Uh, yeah. So uh, maybe it evened itself out at the end. I'm not sure. But for South Africa to come back... Just when you think New Zealand are, are slipping away and going to put fifty on them, I thought was incredible.
2: Well, Stuart Barnes, Stuart Barnes said in the paper that um, he thought that bringing on the bomb squad, as they call them, pre half time was a really bold move and it changed the game. And mm. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, they're not on yet when I, as I'm watching, but yeah, on, on refereeing decisions, they kind of to a point um, dominated the the, Premier, the Gallagher Premiership this weekend because yeah, they did. Friday night, Bristol, Bath, really good game. Holy moly. I just speaking in really frank terms, Go Bath have been awful to watch for rounds one and two. Really, really poor to watch. And you think, oh no, it's gonna be another one of those seasons where, you know, six weeks in they're talking about being the bottom four, they're talking about coaches' jobs and oh, roll on. Same old stuff. Oh my god, they were brilliant to watch. Better to watch than Bristol, I
1: thought. They looked fantastic Friday night. Um just quickly, flats, before we Go into that on the South African New Zealand game. You'll see at yeah. the end uh, there's a penalty given for offside right in the last play, uh, right. which Chies ends up kicking from right in the middle of the post. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying that's not offside. Okay, a, a massive call and. These calls are highlighted more so because of the outcome of the game because they're right at the yep. end. You've got to be dead certain. Whether it's come from linesman, whether it's come from ref, I'm not sure. But ball is out the back. It's behind the back foot. It's like it's dummied initially. Um, and I think New Zealand are fine and they're pinged. See you later. Game over. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, Bath. Questionable refereeing decisions. So, a Joe Steven move should have a been a try. Yeah, first of all... Knock-on before Tua, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, well, I just didn't see... I still, uh, For me, there's no knock-on before the Ajomo try that was disallowed for a knock-on. There just isn't one. And it's a really weird one because we, you know... Yeah, I'm I'm criticising a referee, but I'm not hammering a referee. What I'm saying is referees are always going to make mistakes and it's absolutely fine to show them and talk about them. I mean, we do it with players. We don't need to be abusive about it. But I, I think there's no there's no knock on there. So that should have been a try, but also there's, a, there's a, you know, the knock on from Harry Randall before Lua two had dived over was just missed. It just got missed and yeah. stuff gets missed stuff. Bath did wrong. Will have been missed, you know, didn't work out well for Bath. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's it, that, that would have been a big result for Bath, but equally had they scored that try, you never know how Bristol would have bounced back and ripped into it. So it doesn't mean Bath would have won. It's not as simple as the maths. Mm. Um, and then there was a red card up at Newcastle. It had no effect on the game because they beat Wasp anyway with 14 men. But you got Jimmy Gopeth holding in Tom Penny, the, the Falcons fullback, and he's trying to get out of a ruck and he's holding him in and Tom Penny's like flat flat, palming him in the face, like, get off me, get off me. And then you super slow mow it and his little finger hits Jimmy Goppeth's eye. Jimmy Goppeth makes a right meal of it and it's a red card for contact with the eye area. And it's like, okay, do it at full speed. Mm. It's not gouging. It's him basically palming him in the face saying get off me and his little finger's gone in his eye it's like I'm sorry Dumpy. he shouldn't have been holding him in that yeah. is not a red card it just isn't
1: could have been but a penalty as well for Saracens be. against Leicester right at the end um, there's a legal clear I can't remember someone with four arms Dan Kelly yeah Dan
2: Kelly four arms Ali Davis I mean things yeah, that- were
1: missed things were missed uh, but I mean
2: that directly affects the result because Sarri's then kicked the ball out and win the game. So Saracens should have won that game. They were actually ro- robbed is the wrong expression because when you rob something, you intentionally take it away. The referee hasn't intentionally done that, but a mistake led to Saracens losing rather than winning. Basically, yeah. unfairly, yeah. But that's the game.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you know who I've been enjoying watching at Bristol recently? Um, Go on. They're just finding a place for him at the moment. Yoan Lloyd. Yeah. I'm going to say something So to you busy. Re- like, that just shows you what a good player he is because he played majority yeah. of his rugby at 10. He's played a lot at 15. Now he's on the wing, but it just shows you his rugby knowledge. You know, he's he's that skillful. You can play him anywhere around the field. Might struggle a little bit at centre just because of the sheer amount of tackles he'll and, be, and carries you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. In that back line. But, in terms of keeping that ball alive, um, offering something different you know, he's got a step a lot like Semi Radradra. Not only he's the same player, but he's that good on his feet that it's so difficult to, to actually nail him and, and to yeah. and to tackle him that he just keeps momentum going. I think
2: he's, I, I you know, obviously I watch all his minutes and I think he's so good that I feel comfortable saying this that the only thing that makes Charles Piatow better than him is outright physical power. Yeah. Because Piatow shocks people with how strong he is and yeah. bounces people yeah. off. Johan Lloyd doesn't have that yet or just doesn't have it. I don't know. But I think every other part of his game is as good as Charles Piotr. That's how good I think he is. Yep. He is mega. He can
1: finish tries as well. He's pacey. He links well. Um,
2: Yeah. There's a lot of people talking about England. I mean, he's Welsh, obviously, but the England fullback role and there's people saying it has to be Freddie Stewart because Mm. he's so good under the high ball, so good defence. He's just such a good player, but he's really good at the basics. He's kind of a a larger, larger, younger Mike Brown, probably. But then it's like, well, don't discount George Furbank just because he had a horrible time with England last year or the year before, whenever it was. He is playing beautiful rugby. But people then forget about Max Malins, who I actually think I think should probably be the England fullback for the next few years or play more games than anybody else because he's the guy who yeah. seems to have it all brutally quick Freddie Stewart, is he brutally quick? No, he's not. George Furbank, does he have the power under high balls, last-ditch defence? No, he doesn't yet. Whereas I look at Max Malins and thinks he is a nice blend of all of it. He's he's similarly threatening, different player to Johan Lloyd, mm. but just as threatening with the ball.
1: Um, another one I was impressed with, we skimmed over it pretty quickly, was Ajomu in the centre for oh, yeah. Bath. Uh, what do you Bath, Bath had done really well, I think. Uh, in terms of their academy system and bringing players through recently because you've got some real quality players. A lot of them are sons of famous fathers. Yes. <laughs> um, but they're doing well, really well. I really like the look of him. I thought he looked really quick, actually. You know, not, mm-hmm. just, not just powerful, not just big, but actually, you know, top-end speed, really good as well. Should have scored a try. That should have been awarded, but... I like what I saw, mate. I think you need... For someone like him, he needs a run of games now just to yeah. give us the full picture of, of how good he is. But certainly you've just, also got... Just going by that first game. Jonathan
2: Joseph looked great at 13, I thought. Yeah. Um, and or really, really good at least, certainly in attack. and But you've also got Cameron Redpath to come back. You've got... You do. Cipriani will come fit at some point. You know, you've got... Options. It's pretty, which it's pretty is, exciting which is what stuff there. Yeah. But
1: especially for, was it Will Muir's score yeah. when Bailey put a little kick over? It was a really yeah. good kick, actually. But watch Max Jomo's pace. It's, yeah. it's Cause I think decent. Because his dad was such a unit. At the long people, jump. People, yeah, people expect
2: him to be massive. And Max Jomo is not a particularly big centre. Like, he's not no. a massive guy. He's, they're all big and fit and muscular and lean these days. But he's not a massive guy. You know, he's... He, You walk past Jonathan Joseph and you think he's not a massive guy, but he's built and he's in very good shape. Max Ajomo looks a degree smaller than that when you see him in the flesh. Because I live in town, I wander past him every now and again. But, you know, this is a bit of inside information for you. I was in uh, Fatness First gym in Bath and I did see Max in there and he was working out and he was playing about really just off England, out of England camp. He was mucking about and he was, you know, not, not a massive guy, but there weren't any dumbbells big enough to make him worry in there. He was chucking mm. some heavy tin around. These boys are—they're mm. strong fellas these days. But he—he he potentially could be a really special player. Just want him to stay fit and get to fifty games before we know it. Yeah. Then he'll be playing yeah. for England because you know that England have got Manu obviously, and there's no one like Manu. Like Manu's people want Ollie Lawrence to be like Manu, but he's not. Can't it so, Can't. No. So it's almost like if you don't have Manu, then you've almost got to play your second five-eighth, haven't you? Fly off at ten, really. I think you, so. But. And Ollie Lawrence, is he, he could still come into it and become that guy. But then I look at Max Ajomo and I think, well, there is a lot. He's not massive, but there is a lot of explosive power in there. Mm. And he could end up, we're fast-forwarding a couple of years now, he could end up being a lovely all-round option at 12. Mm. for England. Like Cameron Redpath is for Scotland,
1: yep. um, only English. And we've not seen much of Cameron Redpath because of injury. You know, yeah. you think of the first game last year in the Six Nations against uh, England. Geez, he's good though. Yeah, Ooh. he is good. He is good. Um, just so you know, Gareth Anscombe got through another game. Yeah, great. Injury-free. Looks like he's great. probably going to be the number 10 for Wales in the first game, which is out the international window against New Zealand on the 30th. I don't know why. Wales have decided to play the best team in the world outside of an international window so you don't get the likes of Dan Bigger to come back, Toby Faletau, all of the Welshies. Why have they
2: done that? No like, idea. Well, it's worst money, isn't it? Money talks. It's just such a...
1: Money don't make my world go round. Yeah, I mean... Who yeah, sang I mean, that?
2: Uh, that was Simply Red. Desiree. Close enough. Um, yeah, it just... I mean, mm. not that it make it, does, it doesn't make no sense. It makes perfect sense because they want the money and they've got no yeah. money and all that. But it, I don't know. In terms of pure sporting terms, you want the best players playing the best players. Louis Rizamit won't be playing. Yeah. Mm. What a shame.
1: Can't wait for him to play in front of a full stadium. See How's Steph like. Evans going? Yeah, good. He's got a lovely try at the weekend.
2: He's class player. He is, is
1: class player. I'm not sure uh, he's going to make it as a starter at the moment in the autumn campaign, just because he's got so many good wingers. It's, yeah, it's quite hard to start in the way Wales. You know, he was in there, but now he's a little bit behind Peck and and There's players that have got a little bit probably more credit than him at the moment. But do you not know really impressed me at the weekend? What? It's his outright pace. Because he scores a try, and you know he's quick off the mark, and you know he's got good change of direction, good acceleration. But sometimes you wonder, top end, how quick these players are. Yeah. Very quick. It's a really well-worked move from the Scarlets. He ends up going through, and he just burns off the two Lions wingers, who were fast as well. Nice. Emirates Lions. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's good. Come up for that.
2: Um, Right, that will do us, mate. Well, we'd better have a chat with Justin, haven't we?
1: Yeah. No, I was going to uh, put the link at the end of this when we say goodbye um, before you ruined it. Oh. Um, mm. And because we'll put this link with Justin at the start. Oh, right. Yeah. Get me. Well done, mate. It's so, all good at this. You, you think too much, mate. I know. You're right. Let me do that. I can hear it ticking. Yeah. I think that will do us, mate. There we are. Oh, I'm, I'm off to, I'm off to shave my head so I don't look like <laughs> Willie Thorne i am never let you down. I'm never going <laughs> to let you down with that. Uh, I've lost a photo, though, which is the worst thing, because that took oh, my good. Phone. oh, good. No, no, good, good, good.
2: Don't post it. All right.
1: Um, what games are you doing this weekend? Anything?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm doing Exeter this weekend on oh, Saturday. excellent.
1: Are you doing the Premiership show as well? Yeah. The, you know, the, the online one, the yeah? Lay, the Wait. lay
2: down. Um, doing
1: the low down. Um, i watched that. I've watched that a couple of times. Um You'd make a really good sign language expert.
2: Use your hands you, a lot, do I?
1: You should, <laughs> you should do sign language. You're brilliant. <laughs> Makaton, they call it or something, don't they? Do I use my hands a lot? Is that what you're saying? Everyone uses their hands to talk, but I I've, I've, don't know someone with as many gestures, hand yeah. signals. You should do you it. Don't, well, don't make me self-conscious, all right? Okay, I won't. Um, anyway,
2: well, I'm like... Hey, well done, fellow. Well done today. You're a good kid. All right? Speak soon. Good luck with COVID. ta
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.